0: Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at FocusOnTheFamily.com slash marriage podcast.
1: You're not always going to get your way, your own way, in every relationship. And that seems especially true in marriage. I'm John Fuller, along with Greg and Aaron Smalley. Uh, they lead our marriage team here at Focus on the Family. And Aaron, you and Greg have learned to kind of work with each other and Dina and I have had to do the same. We, we learned kind of what's important and what's not, and where to give and where mm-hmm. not to give. What do you think?
0: You know, it's important, John, and it's pretty much what you're saying, that it's really figuring out how do we make sure that both people matter in the relationship, that there's room for both of us. Because what I'll often say to couples is, gosh, if if it's only about one person, well, is that really a marriage? Is that a relationship? Or is it really kind of a dictatorship? And so it's important to make sure that a, you're leaving room for your spouse and but also speaking up if you're not feeling heard. But then evaluating when issues come up, is it a big deal? Little deal. I mean, if it's a little deal, you know, if it's oh if you're good and your heart's good with going, you know what, I'm just gonna sacrifice here. I'm good. But if it's a big deal, it is worth speaking up. Because what happens when we stuff it down and we don't speak up, well, then bitterness starts to set in. Our heart begins to close. And that has an impact on the marriage. So for the health of your marriage, speak up and say, hey, can we figure out something that feels good to you and good to me?
1: Yeah, I appreciate that insight. And we'll have more here. Uh, But right now, let's go ahead and listen to a conversation that Jim Daly had with Catherine Hill about strengthening your marriage. And uh, Catherine is the director of a sister organization to focus on the family uh, located in the U.K. called Care for the Family.
2: Catherine, you use uh, STOP as an acronym for us to remember four key things. So how does it work? What does STOP stand for?
3: Well, we often use this when we're talking to new parents because when someone's just had a little baby, the whole marriage relationship changes. And this is a really good one for any couple to remember, not just new parents. And so S, S stands for scoring points. So these are four (laughs) things that we shouldn't do.
2: Okay, don't score points. Don't
3: score points. So that's like they say, you did that. And you say, well, you did that. Well, you did that. And then up it goes and the whole thing escalates. Let's just
2: take a little poll. We're here in front of... You know, 16, 17 couples. How many people in here understand the scoring point mechanism in marriage? Oh, how many people are liars? <laughs> okay, let me see. About, about a third of the group put their hand up. Thank you for being honest. All right, what's the next one?
3: T is thinking the worst. So that's when maybe your husband brings you a beautiful bunch of flowers and you think, oh, what's he done wrong? Rather than just saying, how lovely or whatever the issue is. But you you go to the worst, you kind of catastrophize, you go to the worst possible scenario every time. How
2: many wives agree with that statement? All right, not many. Wow, really, that's good. One of the things in that particular space that I think is difficult, and again, I want to see the the heads nodding or disagreeing with me on this, but when it comes to ruminating, I think this is, in a gender context, it really is a, a female thing, and Jean will do this with me, where it kind of goes to the worst possible scenario, right? And I didn't intend for that. So how do we clarify that? What, kind of, what mechanism do we use to not trigger each other?
3: Well, there's a really good little phrase to use, which is, what do you really mean? <laughs> That's good. So really asking what's behind the issue, not just taking it at face value.
2: So don't go right to the concern of the, what feels like threat.
3: Exactly. What are you really
2: covering up here?
3: Well, or just saying, uh, just really, I think, believing the best. Believing the best about, that's good. about them.
2: So we've covered S&T, but we need to cover O&P. So what does O&P stand for?
3: So O is opting out. So that's when someone withdraws, when they don't engage with the uh, um, discussion or argument, uh, and they just bury everything and try and push it under the carpet. And that's now, some a-
2: people might think that's a good coping skill. No, I... Speak to that person that is justifying that.
3: So that's not a good coping skill because the other person doesn't sometimes doesn't even know um, that there's an issue. And it's much better to get things out into the open to be able to say why we're upset if we are and then together to be able to deal with it.
2: That's O. What about P?
3: So P is for put down, putting down. So it's when you make the other person um, feel inferior. And it could be verbally. It could be by calling them names, making it a bit personal. But also, it could just be by body language. So raising your eyes, putting your hands on your hips, sighing, that sort of thing. And none of those things are a good way to resolve conflict. So mm. scoring points, thinking the worst, opting out, and putting down.
2: All right. Um, I've always believed that compromise is a good thing. It's a good strategy for avoiding conflict in marriage. I mean, that's what it's about. Even the scripture says to husbands particularly, lay your life down for your wife. That's the ultimate compromise. Why are you cautious about compromise?
3: I think compromise is a really good tool and it can get us out of some uh, difficult situations. But ultimately what can happen is one or the other is the one who always ends up giving in and you end up with not the best. And so what we talk about instead is finding the third way. So finding something that is a a bit of him and a bit of you and finding a different solution that you're both really happy with.
1: Well, Greg, uh, Catherine mentioned compromise, and we touched on that a little bit um, at the beginning of this episode. It feels to me like there are times when I just have to kind of suck it up and say, this is just not a big deal and and get over it, John. I mean, seriously, you got other issues you should be more concerned about. Um, Talk about compromise and and good or bad or, or maybe better, healthy versus unhealthy.
4: Yeah, when I look at our marriage, I think two things stand out when I think about an unhealthy compromise and really I do them both. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't wait to hear. So, well, Keep going. Let me qualify well, by that. Yeah. This is really what I do. I, I think one is when we don't say anything f- for the sake of peace at all costs, when I'm afraid to rock the boat, so I just kind of stuff what I really want or what matters to me and that 's unfortunate because I know aaron 's heart is that we both matter and and she wants what 's good for me and what 's good for her. talks about that in the Bible you know when don 't just think of your own interests, think also to the interests of others and I, I really do trust and believe that that 's her heart there 's just times that I, I just it 's easier to stay silent um, I, I, I just don 't want to bring something up, and that 's unfortunate because i 'm really not even giving her an opportunity. To, to say, whoa, 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 okay, so what, what do you need? Let's figure this out. Let's figure out something that feels good to both of us. So part of what I do is I, I keep silent to maintain peace and harmony. The other unhealthy compromise is when I win through attrition. And basically what that means is that I just wear Aaron down. <laughs> yes. I'm not smiling. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> and I'll keep I probably arguing, should
0: be debating. Crying.
4: Yeah. And and I know that this happens. I don't want to admit that it happens, yeah. but I do know that I can engage Aaron in sort of this this mental, mm-hmm. you know, debate and and just wear her down to where she's like, Whatever. Just pick, choose, decide. And so I end up, you know, maybe getting my way or I get to make the decision. But really, it didn't come out of a a place that that felt good to both of us. I just simply wore her down.
1: Uh, And I'm guilty on both of uh, those counts. You and Bob Paul have written a book, and you talked about um, win-win. Just address that real quickly, because I think it fits here.
0: A win-win is when you find something that feels good to both of you. In essence, um, you end up forming a no-loser policy that we're just agreeing that no one will lose, that we are both going to feel great about whatever we end up choosing or okay. end up doing.
1: And, and so I'm 35 years into a marriage thinking I haven't operated that way very often. How do I reclaim that? How do I get to that point where she can actually know I'm thinking win-win?
0: I remember the day Greg came home. It was about eight years into our marriage. And we hadn't lived like this. We hadn't functioned like that either. But it just takes one person going, hey, you know what? How about moving forward? When we have to make a decision, we just find something that we both feel really good about, that we both matter. We're teammates. And so moving forward, I know we haven't done this in the past. What does that cost us? But moving forward, this is what I would really like to see.
4: And, John, and, and I'd advocate, too, that you know part of being in a marriage means that we that we function like Christ does and the biggest gift that Christ ever gave us was that he gave his life on the cross so that we could spend eternity if we believe in him and give our hearts to him we can spend eternity with God and i think that that's such an important calling in marriage and that fits into what we're talking about there are plenty of times that it's a little deal you know we're facing decisions you know what do you want to eat or you know I mean just whatever that that you know I'm like I, it really doesn't matter so this is a great opportunity for me to sacrifice to allow Aaron to give my part of the win-win to her and just say, you know what, I'm good. Why don't you decide and and I will stand by you and I'll support whatever that is. It, the only time that that doesn't work if it's something that really, really matters. Mm. And if I feel like going in a certain direction or making a certain choice will create... A loss for me that I need to have that courage to go, You know what, whoa, can we figure this out in a way that feels good to both of us? but otherwise I, i'm I'm thinking the majority of the decisions that we have to make, I'm good with saying to Aaron, man i'm I support you. what do you think let let's let, let me sacrifice in this moment because mm. that really is something that God's calling us to do,
1: yeah. Well, here at Focus on the Family, we are passionate about giving you helpful resources to build up your marriage, to learn how to communicate on a regular basis uh, more effectively. And um, uh, we would certainly suggest Catherine Hill's book, If You Forget Everything Else, Remember This. Uh, You've heard some great comments from Catherine these past couple of episodes. Uh, Make a donation of any amount today, either a monthly pledge or a one-time gift, Uh, to support Focus on the Family, and we'll say thank you for joining the team by sending a copy of that book to you. And then if you'd like a free resource that you can start with right away, check out our online marriage assessment, which uh, will take just a few minutes and will allow you to have some insights into what's working well and maybe an area or two of growth in your relationship. And then finally, Greg mentioned um, about believing in Christ and having everlasting life. We are a Christian organization, and we've got resources online that are free, including a little booklet called Coming Home. We'll recommend you stop by the website for that to learn more about the Christian faith, or give us a call and ask your questions. We'd love to talk to you. Our number is 800-A-FAMILY, and the links are, as usual, in the show notes. Well, next time we'll hear from Leslie Vernick describing how to let go of selfishness in your marriage. For now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron and the rest of the team, I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.